win or lose, are we feeling the love this morning? Well, now that we've had time to sleep on it, let's talk about it. It's time for Monday Morning Quarterback on WTMJ Now. Oh, yeah, here we go. Brandon Snyder, big-time sports guy, myself, Steve, on this Monday, this Loser Monday. I spent four hours yesterday on ESPN 94.5 and WTMJ talking about this Packers team. I was optimistic, but I, there, there's warning signs, Brandon Snyder. Give me your reaction to what happened yesterday in Denver. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I need a little ex, expand you on know, that. You know, Steve, it. You know, we gotta we gotta pump the the brakes here a little bit on the on everything because in the summer you and I were talking, and as we do every morning, as we have our cup of coffee before you get on after I get off the air. That th- this was expected, right? Like we expected this Packers team to struggle. We expected Jordan Love to make mistakes. We expected the defense to be what the defense is. We did not expect to have every key player, every veteran key player available to this organization injured this year. Aaron Jones, David Bakhtiari. Um, so those things were unexpected. I think the Broncos. Look, I know they gave up seventy points. I know they're technically the world's worst defense. Whatever you want to say about them. I think they're a little bit better than than the numbers show. The numbers can be skewed a little bit because you give up 70 points, but this is also the Broncos, the same defense that held Patrick Mahomes under 20 points. They've played better as of late. They've played better as of late, mm-hmm. and the I think the big disappointing for me, though, Steve, you had 14 days to get ready for this. You had two weeks to get healthy. Not only did you not get healthy, but somehow you got more hurt on a week off. I still need... Somebody to explain that one to me. However, I'll digress on that. But you came in and you looked as flat as flat could be. Which has been their trend. They they are not scoring points in the first half. And it goes back to really 2022 with Aaron Rodgers. And his offense with Aaron Rodgers last year looked the same as it did week seven against the Broncos. It just looked flat. There was no urgency. There's no tempo. There's no energy. There's absolutely nothing. They're flatlining out there for the first half. And then they're historically great in the second half. Yeah, they. You'll never. I'll never. I. You. I can. I don't understand how. Well, I asked Jason Willie that question yesterday on on ESPN ninety four five and uh, on the kind of simulcast with uh, TMJ mm-hmm. on, the, on the pregame Packers pregame or game day as they say, and he he basically said he thinks it's about tempo. They 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 have to up it a little bit because they're usually trailing. Yeah. Well, my again, my idea is just do that the whole game. Well, like, what are you doing? And what do you have to lose? Nothing at Who this point. Who cares? Here's, here's the, and you can join us, in, by the way, the old National Bank talking text line, 855-616-1620. Questions, comments, feedback, phone calls are welcome. Whatever you got for us, we'll, we'll take. Look, they're two and four. Realistically, they should be three and three. That would have been an acceptable mm-hmm. result for six games. They've played two games in a month, basically, right? <laughs> I, I made this point yesterday. They have six games in the next 32 days, as counting yesterday's game. Six games in 30, 32 days. As you pointed out, they're getting less healthy by not playing. Now they're going to play a lot of games. Anybody think that's a recipe for success? My answer is this is not this is not a team that's going to probably make the playoffs. Let's be honest about it. How, how does this team not stay ever healthy, though? I don't understand. Do you ever sit back and you wonder, like, how? It's how, bad luck. Eric Stokes, he hasn't played in a year. Played a four calendar plays year. He comes back in four snaps and he tears his hamstring or whatever. I don't know if he tore it, but hurts his hamstring. Now he's probably done for the next handful of weeks. Christian Watson, who can never stay healthy, and everybody knows they listen to your show that I'm a big Christian Watson fan. Every year you gift me a Christian Watson card. 
I have two now. I'm very thankful for those two cards. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm not thankful for his injury history because now it looks like he's going to be done with a knee injury that could likely keep him out for an extended amount of time. They, this team can Aaron Jones, David Bakhtiari, Darnell Savage went out yesterday, Devontae Wyatt went out yesterday, Luke Musgrave didn't return after an ankle injury yesterday. It, I've never seen a team, and maybe it's because I just solely focus heavily on the Green Bay Packers, but I've never seen an organization, a team, a franchise with so many injuries every single year. The Packers in 2020, they don't lose David Bakhtiari. They probably go to the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, yeah. It's it's unfortunate. It never ends. And it's happening sometimes in practice. Rome joins us on the phone. Hey, Rome, welcome to the show. Monday morning quarterback. Good morning. Thanks for... T- yep, that's it. Uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm calling uh, this morning because I've been a Packer fan since 1964 growing up in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I've suffered through the, you know, the magic man years. Uh, I've been through all the, I was fortunate enough to move to Wisconsin in, uh, in 1990. And, uh, since then I've been going to as many games as I can. What we need to do is pump the brakes, like uh, so many of you are saying, and, uh, realize that we have a very young team. We knew that going into the year. We have a lot of injuries, which that's something no one can, can bank on, you know. Uh, I think that uh, going forward, we need to just give these guys a, a break. Hopefully they can get some life and uh, start the game off with more fire. But the bottom line is, this is a transition year, and uh, let's not forget it. You're not giving up, Rome. No, no, never that. I stuck, I stuck through the Len Dickey days. Come on. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Rome. I did, too. And those are fun teams to watch. I don't know if this team qualifies as fun, Brandon, but I think you said pump the brakes. Patience is the word. I said it yesterday a ton of times. You got to be patient with a young team. This is a very young team. And when you, when you take the David Bakhtieri's for the most part off mm-hmm. the team, and you take Aaron Jones and take him off the field and put him on the sideline, it gets even younger. So let's not assume that this team has the experience to understand how to win games like this. For the last two weeks, Jordan Love has had the football with a chance to win the game. Inexperience and some really dumb decisions cost us two games. I mean, I've no confidence whatsoever that that's going to change anytime soon. Does that mean the seasons are lost? No. It's a learning experience, and I think that's part of the part of the deal. We've got to take a break here. Brandon Snide, yours truly, Monday morning quarterback, WTMJ now. Bob Walkershaw, I see you're teed up. You're a Bears fan, so I'm curious what he has to yeah, say. Yeah, we're not taking his call. Oh, we're taking his call. He's a good, loyal listener. And you can <laughs> join in as well, 855-616-1620. Monday morning quarterback, WTMJ. Tom with the block, going deep, and looking, it's intercepted! It's picked up by Locke! Tackled by Kraft! Oh, yeah, that was the end of the uh, chance. Any chance Packers had to win that game yesterday. Uh, My phone's in one piece, though. That's good. You didn't smack your phone. So you've learned from your mistakes. Well, the Packers learned from their mistakes. See what I did there? Matt LaFleur could take a lesson from me. Yeah. I'm available. What I didn't, you know, with the season being the way I think it's going to go, which is going to be a, a tough one to watch. But mm-hmm. again, I'm, I'm demonstrating patience. I'm not going to get angry. And I simply went on and did other things yesterday. Watched a little football later. I um I don't know that Matt Lafleur has a handle on on how to fix this because he keeps saying things like, "Well, we're going to you know figure it out. We got to figure it out. We got to figure out what the problems are." That's your job. So after mm-hmm. what four or five games now where they're not scoring in the first half, basically taking the first half off. I wonder if maybe Matt LaFleur is a little lost here as well, not just Jordan Love, not just their offense. Well, and to kind of piggyback off of Rome's point about the youngest team, and I've used that point too, Steve, you are the youngest team. You have a receiver room that's inexperienced. However, 
that can only go so far. At some point in the season, you have to start showing progress. You have Christian Watson, and I believe it was Luke Musgrave, running the same route in the same spot. And then you got another side where people are like, well, look at Jordan Love. Look at how awful he is. What do you expect? I mean, his offensive line is, I, I tweeted out, his offensive line is offensive to watch. They're not good. Rasheed Walker can't run block. Uh, Josh Myers, you know, not good, uh, although that false start penalty against him was, was a head-scratcher, to say the least. Bogus. But, I mean, these, you know, at some point, yeah, they're young, and I get what Rome's saying, but at some point you've got to establish some sort of progress. We have not seen – name somebody on this Packers offense that you can sit there and be like, yeah, he's gotten better as the week's gone on. Because hmm. there isn't one. They've, gotten, they've all gotten worse. Well, Dylan was better yesterday than he was the weeks before. I'll give you Dylan. Yeah. But that Dylan right there was the Dylan that we, sh- that we, should, we should see every week. Yeah, especially when Aaron Jones He's was been out. in the backfield for three years now. Do we know what happened with Aaron Jones? Because he only had 23 touchdowns. Pitch count. It's the same excuse that they give us every so time somebody comes back from injury. Here's the thing for the Packers training staff. Number one, do your job. Number two, don't bring a guy back and be like, well, he's on a pitch count. No, he's either back or he's not back. Yeah. Aaron Jones back for only 11 touches doesn't doesn't move the needle for an offense that desperately needs their home run hitter. And and, that, and they did no favors to Jordan Love by having Aaron Jones in there 11 times. Let's hear what a Bears fan has to say. Welcome to Bob from Waukesha. Hi, Bob. Well, let me clear something up. I'm not a Bears fan. Oh, you feel like I, a Bears I fan. Your, well, yes, I see. I feel like a Bears fan. Got it, got I it. Know, I know now what it is like to lose all the time. <laughs> right. I... Your your guest, Brandon, he, he touched on it. I don't think Matt LaFleur has a clue. And I think when Rodgers was there, he covered up, changed plays that LaFleur sent in. He covered up for a lot of mistakes, that rookie mistakes that LaFleur was making. And that team, to come out in the first half and get, get only three or four first downs and three all three and outs, I they're not prepared. And it's like they, you know, in the beginning of the week before they practice, they watch film of the team they're playing. And then that should help them, and they practice all week. And then they come out totally unprepared. And the game, the game is won and lost on the line of scrimmage. And I agree with your guest. Their line, their offensive line is a joke. And you can't, Dylan, you can't expect a back to run through a wall when there's no holes. He was, the whole first half, they were getting stopped right on the line of scrimmage. And I I believe Matt LaFleur is to blame for a lot of this. All right, Matt, Bob says Matt LaFleur, the other Bob from Walker Show, Matt LaFleur. Yeah. I, I, I'm not confident he's going to figure this out. And he, I, I'm going to say this, his job's on the line this year. You lose all the rest of your games, and you're two or three or something. That's not a good look for a quarter for a quarter. I was going to say quarterback for a coach who's had a pretty successful career with Aaron Rodgers. Well, there's a, there's a there's a theme here going into this season, and I absolutely agree with Bob. And last week, actually, one of my extra points for Wisconsin's Morning News, I put Matt Lafleur on. I warmed his seat up. Let's seat. just say it's seat. warmed. It might be getting warmer this week, and 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 rightfully so. But the issue you have with this organization right now going into this this season where you had to get a judgment on number 10. And now you're not really getting a judgment, a fair judgment on number 10 because everybody else around him is 
a tire fire, right? Everything else is is garbage. But Brian Goodenkins drafted him. Mike Mark Murphy hired Brian Goodenkins, who also hired Matt LaFleur. Between them big four, one of them is set to retire. The other three, there's one, you know, who's the who's the lowest man on the totem pole? Is it the first mm. round draft pick that was selected in 2020? Is it Brian Goodenkins or is it Matt LaFleur? Because the finger pointing is going to fall on somebody. You know, the interesting thing about a season like this, if it goes south quickly, if they if they only win a couple, you know, two, three, four games, everybody's job is at risk. Sure. Because this is a franchise that has been very successful for the last 30 years. They're not going to put up with it, even though it's a, you know, they don't call it a rebuilding year, even though that's what it, most of us realize it is. Scott joins us from South Milwaukee. Welcome to the show, Scott. Hey, good morning. Yeah, yeah. My my frustration is when it comes to the injuries, and I'll use whatever Christian Watson as an example. All right, Christian Watson last season came in as a number two draft pick, missed the first ten weeks of the season because of a because of a hamstring injury. The last seven weeks, I mean, he played lights out, awesome football. Comes back whatever this season, misses the first four or five games because of the same because of the same hamstring injury. My question to the training staff and into the evaluators when they're drafting players, are they looking at their at their injury history in college? Because I'm assuming whatever that something like a hamstring, that like a hamstring injury, isn't something brand new, whatever to a player. I mean, it's just or to an athlete. I mean, it's just frustrating watching the same the same. I mean, and, and, and Watts is not the only one who falls in this bucket. I mean, but it, but it's just frustrating watching the same players be on the injured list week in and week out for the exact same injury. I mean, and with Watson, he had the whole entire offseason to strengthen that hamstring. So why, so why do you come back for, for training camp and suddenly you're blowing your hamstring out? What do you, what's he doing in the offseason? Yeah, let's ask Brandon because Brandon's probably the biggest, uh, <laughs> biggest supporter of Christian Watson. So I think Christian and Scott's absolutely right because at some point the hamstring injuries have to raise a red flag, and, and, and not just this year. Like, it's going all the way back. You remember Clay Matthews dealt with him uh, when the Packers were winning the Super Bowl and whatnot and, and being competitive in those years. But with Christian Watson, I am a super Christian Watson fan. I, I think we have to realize that he is a freak athlete. He's 6'4", he runs a 4'3". You know, he, he, his body is just different, built differently than other people. And I think his hamstring is probably subject to a little bit more of a strain and, and obviously a risk because of the speed that he runs and, and how he's built. His knee injury obviously isn't ideal. You know, that was, you know, a, a fault on both him and, and, and love there. But with the hamstring injury, it, there's got to be precautions put in place for guys like Christian Watson, who are, are, it's been more than one. Aaron Jones is also in that boat. Um, I don't know what they're doing as far as the training staff for these soft tissue injuries. But it feels like, especially this year and especially overall in Green Bay within the NFL, that the Packers have more soft tissue injuries than anybody else. Christian Watson, I'm not making an excuse for him. He's a freak athlete. Those things are going to happen to him because he just moves differently than the normal body. You Jason Wilby told me yesterday on the Packers game that it's luck, bad luck. I, yes and no. I, I think so. Maybe. One or two here and there every year. I don't necessarily agree that it's it's bad luck. I mean, yeah. Injuries are part of the game, but it. For we talked about it last break or last uh, segment. Injuries just seem to be way more frequent in Green Bay than any other team at the wrong time with the wrong players. He's Brandon Snyder. I am Steve on this Monday edition of Monday Morning Quarterback. Not a good look, Packers two and four. Interesting question from the text line. We'll answer it after this. Do you believe Jordan Love has the arm to perform in the NFL? This texter is from the four one four says, "I do not." What do you think after this on WTMJ now?
We, we got to look at everything, but uh, it, it just comes down to execution. We, I mean, we obviously want to take as many shots downfield as we can. Um, want to force the envelope, and we just got to put more pressure on the defense. And I think we just got to look at what we're doing um, and, and figure out, you know, what mistakes we're making, what we're doing good, and, and go from there. Ah, uh, little Jordan Love there, right? Um, does he have the arm strength for the NFL? Is the, are the mechanics wrong? Is he uh, just a you know essentially a rookie because he hasn't played in his first three years much? Is he a guy that's just going to have to figure it out? Where, where are you at on Jordan Love? Jordan Love can make every throw on an NFL football field. He can't. He has the arm strength. But he's not making those. To make every throw. The issue with Jordan Love is the accuracy. And if you recall back in training camp, and we talk about that last throw where it was intercepted um, by Denver, sealed the victory for them, a lot of air under that throw. A lot of people saying, well, if you put it on a frozen rope, man, give uh, Samari Toure a chance. If you recall back in the summer, he was struggling with that deep ball, and he was throwing it like a missile, right? A straight line, frozen rope. And Matt LaFleur called for him to get some more air under those throws. Mm. Well, now he's got air too much under air. those throws, and now it's too much. I think it's a mental part, uh, a mental block right now for Jordan Love. Both he, of his last two throws, last two games, look the same. Yeah. He doesn't know how to approach that deep ball. And that goes to, again, coaching. not having – it goes to coaching, but it also goes again to not having guys available on the roster. Is, is Samari Toure a guy you're going to throw that deep ball to, or is it going to be a guy like Christian Watson? Christian Watson not in that play because he hurt his knee a couple plays prior to that. I don't know if you've seen a shot of the whole field on that on that interception, but Dylan is wide open over the middle of the field. He could have got about 15 yards – that puts us in field goal range. That didn't. That wouldn't have put you in field goal range. You don't think so? No, you were on the bat. You were on the. You were on the. Well, uh, you I mean, were on the plus side. He catches side it yet. fifteen mile, uh, fifteen miles, fifteen yards away. Maybe he runs for another ten. Then you're yeah. talking. I mean, then you're talking about a sixty yard. There was field also goal. time left on the clock. It was one something and it, left. It would have been fourth down, so they would have had to either kick the field goal or attempt to go for fourth down. Sure. Now, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. He could have thrown it to Dell and Jaden Reed. Also looked like there was a window in there. I don't mind the throw. Like if you're going to give your a shot to Toure, then give him a shot. I don't like the throw. I don't. I don't mind the decision. I don't like the throw. And, and again, that was a design call, though. That wasn't him just winging it. That was the called play. And, and I think the frustrating part about it too, though, Steve, is like there was time in the pocket. Yeah, you know, he had time to step into that throw. He just looks indecisive on those deep throws. He's not an accurate quarterback. He wasn't accurate at Utah State, but he does have the arm strength. There's a texter on the line saying, "You well, he has some mechanics he stole from Aaron Rodgers." That could very well be an issue. However. That goes back to what? Coaching. Yeah. Who's coaching him? There are times when he does look in the pocket before he throws like Aaron Rodgers, the way he moves around he a does. little bit. Arm angle. And he's certainly got the you know the speed to get out of the pocket and run, so I like those elements. It's it's far too early to give up on Jordan Love. We've played six games. There's seventeen in the season. Let's just see what happens. But the schedule gets tougher. Yeah. Minnesota, LA Rams, we got the Chiefs coming Steelers up. Steelers are in there. Steelers on the road. It's, Lions on Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's going to get worse. As I said yesterday, six games in 32 days. It's going to get worse. So Packers fans, you know, buckle up and you know be prepared to see games like this. Doesn't yeah. mean they can't squeak one out here or there. I've kind of reevaluated my. I said eight nine at the beginning of the season. Six wins seems like what this team is. And if you're if you're rooting for a Packers win, because my my dad, who I love very much, who I got all my sports opinions and takes from it was very upset at the outcome of the game if you're rooting for wins and losses i'm not going to fault you for that i'm not i'm rooting for progress if the packers lose and and the score is 35 to 30 but jordan love throws four touchdowns i'm happy with that outcome we are not going to compete for a super bowl this year probably not next year we're not going to compete for the division 
I have to see, I need to get an answer on Jordan Love. I don't get answers out of Jordan Love when guys are running the same routes. Matt LaFleur isn't calling the right play. Joe Barry is running Preston Smith out to cover a wide receiver. That doesn't help me evaluate my opinion and my future you know, sight on Jordan Love. All right, so who's fixing this? Matt LaFleur, Jordan Love, who else? A, a who's supposed position to Position coach, what? This is all on Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur. He's the head of the operation. All right. When you're the head coach, Steve, and you're the play caller, it falls squarely on your shoulders. He doesn't have an offensive. He has Adam Stenovich, who's an offensive quote-unquote coordinator. He doesn't do anything. Are you in a LaFleur camp? You think he's going to be? I guy? still am. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm really close. We'll see what happens in the next two weeks. The next two weeks, we also got to keep this in mind, too. They've been on the road a lot. Mm-hmm. The Packers have had, yes, their schedule's been clunky. Games, uh, you know, here and there. Then they're off for 20 days. Uh, but they finally get a couple games back at home. Let's see what happens going into Minnesota. I still think they lose that game. The Rams are kind of a toss-up because you never know what Ram team you're getting. Um, but let's see what happens. As far as Matt LaFleur, again, it's not really for me about wins and losses. I know everybody wants to win. So do I. But it's more about progress. Show me that you know how to implement Luke Musgrave into the offense. You said it, Matt LaFleur, before the, at the end of your bye week. We found out, wait, we got to find ways to get guys the ball in their hands. Luke Musgrave is one of them. If their first halves continue to look like the first halves of the last, what, four or five games, and keep in mind this thing that I think some Packers fans forget about. This is a coach and his team who threw away home field advantage mm-hmm. in the NFC Championship game against the Buccaneers, yep. who threw away the last game of the season when they could have gone to the playoffs against the Detroit Lions. <laughs> now the Lions are better. And this is a coach who seems, at this moment, unable to figure out what's wrong with his team, at least in the first half of games. It, it, you shouldn't have a team that can't score in the first half and scores like crazy in the second half. That <laughs> makes no sense. Historical great. Yeah. I, it, it makes no sense to me. And, and and you would think it'd be the other way around. Like, hey, we're you would get, think. Hey, bye week. You know, we're 2-3 and three going into yesterday's game. A win in Denver puts you at 3-3. Three and three. You and I talked about it last week. You are right in the thick at 3-3 three and three in the playoff race in the NFC. Yes. couple That's... wins, you're back in it. But, again, it shouldn't be about playoffs this year. You have to see progress. You have to get an answer on Jordan Love. And unfortunately for him, I feel bad for the kid because nobody else around him is helping him at all. Nobody is helping him. All right. Will, will it get better or no? Probably not. Okay. Brandon, <laughs> Snyder, good thing is you didn't break your phone this week. No, we're good. That's because you spent a lot of money on a new phone probably. Yeah, well, I, I saw the price tag on that. I'm like, I'm going to set this down. I'm going to yeah. walk away. It's okay to just... My like, expectations have kind of gone... See, the temper your... your slope down a yeah. little bit. Tamp them down a little bit. Yeah. Just calm down. As as uh, Aaron Rodgers used to say, right? Yeah. R-E-L-A-X. Yeah. You good with that? For now. Monday morning quarterback on WTMJ. Now, all right.